Welcome back to the Life Academy podcast. I am Serena Hussein. In this episode, I talk about what it takes to be an online creator. You know, one of those things. What is required to be sort of in it for the long game? Yes, metrics and all the rest of it are super important. But what else? What are the qualities necessary in a person who is choosing to embark upon this path of creating online? Thank you so much for coming back and tuning in. This is an audio podcast. Video footage is not here yet. Will be soon after my tech mishap last episode. But the audio is here. The quality is great, I think, hopefully. Um, and uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Jump in the comments, that's do all cool, the usual. That's cool. Thank you for coming back um, for this episode, which is going to be all about creating content and being a content creator and the risks involved and whatever else sort of ends up coming up oh, that you would have heard are the highlights of this episode. Um, so just a very quick um, little sneak peek into my process. I've made a promise with myself that I will create content consistently even if I don't know what I'm going to say and do and I'll just sort of go with what's inspiring me and um, what ends up happening is I commit myself to setting up and landing here. By that point uh, something has sort of become clear in my mind about something I want to speak about and then I'll come and talk and the once I'm done, I'll then sort of be able to extract what the main points of this episode ended up being, uh, which then allows me to do the very short video clip at the start. So the start video clip, which talks about what I'm talking about in this episode, is filmed later once I figured out what I'm actually talking about. I don't know whether that was helpful for anyone, but um, it helps me to feel free when I'm creating content, to be consistent about it, and to make sure that you have some idea of what's covered when I'm writing professionally or personally, creatively. It's not usually how I approach things because you have the chance to refine, 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 edit, edit, edit. The best writing happens in the edit and then you put it out there and it makes sense. It's um, coherent. Um, you've made it clear what you're here to talk about. And so that's what that sort of first clip is. It's the intro that I don't know. I know um, until I know it. So... <laughs> um, I heard somewhere, uh, or read somewhere, gosh, the levels are a bit high. Serena, come back a little bit from the mic. Um, so I read somewhere, heard somewhere that becoming a content creator is actually a really safe bet. Um, and the, the sort of rationale behind that argument was that you cultivate your audience and you have the power, it's at your fingertips, got me thinking about my sort of journey as a content creator, as a podcaster, how it's gone, how and how I wish it could have been better, and so I thought I would 
share sort of my insights on what went wrong for me and what I don't intend to repeat. When we become content creators or we decide to embark upon something that isn't necessarily popular but something that involves and requires a lot of self-motivation and coaching and there is a lot of sort of philosophy around it such as you just got to keep consistent <laughs> you got to keep on going you got to be relentless no matter what keep on going you end up almost you end up creating developing sorry you end up developing some blind spots uh, and the blind spots are that you won't allow yourself time to pause to reflect what's working what isn't working what needs to be better what do you need to sort of remove you don't have enough time to evaluate and because you're just going to keep on keep on going and that's the danger because um the danger in sort of creating content in that way you become aimless can become aimless less intentional and um what I think is quite damaging is that you you don't develop because you're not being intentional and you're just sort of just getting content out just getting it done that you forget that this whole thing is not just for you to achieve a certain outcome in terms of metrics or numbers but actually it's for you to develop in some sort of way personally I can't find my phone did I drop it because my time is on it then I don't know it's right underneath me yes so I think that's the danger then you you don't develop the way you need to develop um because yes it's yes it's an aim it's an objective to develop this platform and the content that's one objective but there's also got to be another and that is your development as a creator, creative, thinker, etc. So what's got to sort of work in parallel with you getting content out there and establishing, maintaining this platform of content, it could be perhaps the quality of content or the depth of it or the substance in it. And that's something that I just kind of took my eye off the ball about actually. Um, I was paying a lot of attention to trending topics this is back in 2017 2018 and tried to sort of fit myself into um insert myself into a category that wasn't actually suiting me as a creator and as a creative i was looking for the insight and the thoughtfulness in perhaps 
conversations about music production or creativity when in fact I wanted to grapple with sort of more social and political ideas and how that impacts everything. Um, That's just one example, it's not everything at all, it's one example. So I really threw the baby out with the bathwater recently, I had to redo my clubhouse bio and um, SEO is a really important thing over there in social audio world on clubhouse anyway and um, I put some things down because sometimes it helps to write about yourself and who you are so that when you enter rooms and you're participating people can can kind of get a sense of your background especially if they don't know who you are and I wrote down in my bio that I'm a graduate of political science and philosophy, blah, blah, blah. And I thought to myself, gosh, I really did throw the baby out of the bathwater. I've kind of cut myself off from a lot of the things that I actually really enjoyed <laughs> because they were so long ago. I kind of sort of just put them in the past like I have with a lot of things. And I haven't really allowed those things to sort of come into my present, especially as a creative and a creator. So in this endeavour to build an audience, to create a platform and to be consistent, we've got to really make sure that we are not forgetting about ourselves, our development as a creative, as a creator, as a person, because we're the ones, we are the engine, we're going to keep this going and the quality of the content is really going to come through us. Yes, it's going to come also through the quality of the sound and the visuals. But again, that's us. So I would say that coming back to the initial idea of a a less risky career and actually how independent sort of creators are potentially seen as a really reliable career choice only if you are committed and consistent with your own development as a creator and as a creative rather than just being consistent with getting content out. I had no idea I would get this episode done so quickly and I got to the point. That's one point. That is one point. Let's see if we can juice out another bit of another bit of magic. I'm really enjoying this process of just sort of having a conversation here on the couch. I just needed some chai. Should have got some chai ready. I was just also just trying to get um, some other episodes and clips out. Clips are also available on YouTube if you are watching on Spotify or listening on Apple Podcasts or Anchor or whatever else. Just so you know, there's visuals um, available on Spotify and YouTube, but also clips on YouTube. Instagram. (laughs) I'm on it. I think that there's real value in being an independent creator when you get to call the shots. I'm imagining, and I'm not an influencer, I think at this point, I know at this point I've only got 2,000 followers, 2,200 perhaps, or 2,100, I mean, it doesn't matter, on um, Instagram, and it's sort of just held there for about two-something years, it hasn't gone up or down, It you know, it's up and down by 5 to 15 on a weekly basis, nothing major, 
um, but it's just not grown um, and or perhaps it has grown and people have dropped off but it's still sort of holding there but my point is that I can imagine that creators who have to create for platforms like Instagram where they have a massive following and they really rely on sponsors and um, those sort of deals they have their content dictated to them uh, I can imagine perhaps the same goes for YouTubers compared to podcasters but a lot of podcasters I see now are also approaching the whole game like a YouTuber would they have sponsors and advertisers even though it's long form content they still have that although they have a little bit more scope I guess a little bit more sort of um, space rather to get more content in and they can talk about what they want to talk about um I couldn't imagine being a creator who was solely creating in order to sort of meet advertisers needs and sponsorship needs and um whatever the metrics are showing in terms of trending topics um that 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 would be awful um to do that and I think that that's sort of akin to like having a nine to five where you are getting dressed for work and you might be wearing the outfit of your choice. You might be getting the coffee that you want on the way to work and meet whoever you like after work for drinks or dinner or whatever and have your hobbies. But that's sort of like the actual bit of work. It's not really your choosing. So I'm imagining that those kinds of content creators are having to add frills to the whole thing to make them feel good about about the thing that they're actually having to do rather than them wanting to do. I, I'm not saying that uh, that I was ever under that kind of pressure. Absolutely not. I've, uh, it, you could argue it's a good sort of position to be in when you have sponsors and advertisers willing to pay you and you've got to sort of curate and script and sort of time your content in a way to sort of suit that thing, which you actually have. I don't have any sponsors or advertisers, so um, I don't have that dilemma. I don't have to sort of contend with that. Um, what if, let's do a what if. What if I did? Um, then I can imagine I would probably need to consider uh, I would need to consider timing of topics and uh, let's say I had a sponsor that appealed to independent creators then they would be the sponsor for this episode so I would be considerate of that but if I had to really create around primarily that consideration it would really feel like a nine to five it coming back I think I tried to juice that too much um nothing else there for me to be honest I don't think there was anything else there um if, if I think about sort of the security of being an independent creator 
I think, yes, if you can build your audience who are devoted to you and who in turn also fuel you and your content and that sort of following that you have assists with your curiosity, then then that's a really good place to be in because you don't just want to be creating to build an audience and to satisfy them on a weekly basis. You also want to have that sort of back and forth with them where you are able to witness and observe their engagement and response and sentiment which would then help inform you on your thinking what are you getting wrong or right or what more could you be thinking about uh it would add more color more layers to your thought process to your creativity to your process and that that's the ideal sort of that's you know that is the ideal sort of relationship to have with your following where you, they inspire you and you are able to sort of grow and create from ideas that aren't sort of just arbitrary and forced because you've got to satisfy a sponsor we got there in the end so the juicing helped thanks for staying for the juicing but I think if we can cultivate a relationship with our followers our listeners our subscribers and have that sort of conversation within the creative process becomes like this conversation and it feels nourishing it's fulfilling it feels good and it sort of spurs you it keeps you sort of going and that's the thing that helps you sort of to stay consistent so I uh think that becoming a content creator is a great bloody oh gosh I've got to make this adult content now don't I um it's it's a great uh profession um so long as so long as you get to cultivate an audience that you really get to engage with and that you know who and who are engaged with you and not just your content but your process and your thinking and want to follow you and your sort of path as you do that I um have experienced that now and then for short spells of time in a micro way um I I mean micro because it's I've not to this day had a massive following or sort of an audience that tunes in to my content like in the way that I'm describing um yet but I have experienced that engagement with an audience and letting that sort of inform my thoughts and ideas about what I will do next. And I think that sort of a kind of means that you're a bit more of a considerate creator and that it feels more meaningful. The process feels more meaningful. That's all. Peace out. <laughs> that was a shout out to a creator that I that I uh watch from time to time. I like to watch lots of different things and there's this one creator 
who ends his videos with that. So once again, that's all. Peace out.